Hello, uh, welcome to Me One Versus Me Two Snooker with me, Richard Herring, where I play myself at snooker. If you don't know that yet, you're an idiot. Welcome to the newly named Shepherd's Bush Prince, yet to be named Arena. Uh, it'll be named in honour of the sexcrement that has just slithered out of the vaginal tract of, <laughs> of uh, Princess Katie, Katie Middleton. Um, and uh, this is a royal special. We're we're very here. We're well. Some of us, I think, we'll find out are royalists, and some of us are republicans. And um, we're very. Some of us are very excited to have that. And this is a commemorative collector's item with the royal baby stamped all over it. So uh, if you uh, if you even if you're not a fan of snooker, you should really collect this podcast and put it with all your other stuff with the baby's face on it uh, I have th I've painted a picture of the baby's face on the snooker board um, so uh, that is what that is about and uh, I'll, while I remember um, very excitingly if you are in Edinburgh this year in the middle of Edinburgh we are doing all of us are getting together it's been very hard to get the team together some of them uh, not keen to do it but contractually obligated to do it uh, we're doing a live frame of Me 1 versus Me 2 Snooker. All your favourites will be there. It'll be Assembly 3 at 9.30 on August the 12th. Um, so the cats are meowing upstairs. I don't know if that's been picked up. They seem in some distress. But obviously Snooker comes first. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the door is open. The cats could come in. Uh, so there's only 122 seats. If you want to be amongst the first people, only some Welsh, confused Welsh cameramen have so far seen a live version of Me 1 vs Me 2 Snooker, you'll be able to see the actual action, which is obviously odd uh, and not really uh, what anyone would want. I think it's better to hear it in audio. We will be also releasing that in audio if you can't get to the Edinburgh Fringe on August the 12th. Uh, but I, I think it will be a one-off exhibition match. It won't count within the, the canon, uh, which currently stands at... Me one nineteen, me two fourteen, me two closing that gap that was really built up over a, a poor run of form where he lost I think six or so frames in a row. So with it, if you took out those six frames, me two and me one would be very close. But whatever psychological reasons, whatever was getting at him, it did mean that um, me two did lose a few frames. So let's get over to uh, let's talk to me one who lost the last frame, of course. Um, just by two points, it was the closest frame ever. There is now a Me 1 versus Me 2 Wikipedia page, uh, which has some uh, incorrect information on there and some uh, quotes that have not been said by any of the Me 1s or Me 2s. Sorry, there's only one of them. Yeah, there's not been, uh, but uh, it is, at least it does have uh, statistics there if you're interested. And do add to it, but only stuff that's true, please. No, that's, there's no point in sabotaging it. That would be unhelpful. So, um, me one, how are you feeling? Well, Richard, I am delighted about the royal birth of little prince, whatever he will be called. I mean, people listening to this might know, but at the moment, we do not know. I'm hoping, I mean, fingers crossed, that I know that Wills and Kate are a fan of this podcast. I will be arranging for a bound uh, copy of all these MP3s to be sent to the palace, uh, but I'm hoping they might... Is it too much to ask that they might name the prince after me and call him Me One? He could be Me One the first, and then he could have. <laughs> he could. Sorry, you finding yourself amusing? I'm not. No, that isn't me laughing. That was. Uh, that was referee one laughing at that. Uh, I'm, I'm being deadly serious, Richard, about this. Um, then if he has a son, Me Me One the second, 
It'd be confusing having number in the name, though, wouldn't it? Well, but I think that... I know, well, I've heard that the Royal Family do listen to this, and I suspect that they are a fan of mine. I'm certainly a fan of theirs. Uh, long live the Queen, uh, and then long live Prince Charles, so that he can become the King. Then long live Prince William, so he can become the King. And lo then long live um, the Prince, whatever he is called, so he can become King. Uh, and sadly, I realise that there's a possibility I may not be alive to witness that, which is a shame. So I'm, you know, I'm going to try and improve my diet so I can hopefully live till I'm 125 and uh, be still playing snooker for this prince and his own ch children that are yet to come out of his the end of his penis, so his tiny little royal penis. Now it just looks like a useless flap of skin. One day that penis may create, with the help of the testicles, may create another king or queen. Uh, and that is what's wonderful about the monarchy for me. The tiny penises of the baby royals is what... No, you know, in a historical sense, I'm not interested in them in any other way. And I mean, if you took that out of context, I would look strange. Thank you, yes. I mean, I think, really, you could take any of this podcast out of context, me, me one, and we would all look quite strange, or even in context. Uh, me too. Are you happy about the royal birth? I am not happy about the royal birth. I don't care. It's just a baby, Richard. Thousands of babies are born every day. Why should it matter that it's slithered out of the, the torn pedenda of someone who's happened to marry someone who's related to William the Conqueror, vaguely speaking? Probably not, because, you know, down the line, I bet there's been some uh, infidelities there that mean none of these people are even related to the people that we think they are. So they're just people, as human beings, Richard. I would like to see a republic uh, with me as the um, Oliver Cromwell figure, really. I'd be very happy to kill the royal family, behead them. Even the little baby one, I'm happy to behead him as well. I don't care. It's what they stand for needs to be stopped. And then I should be put in charge. And I'd make everyone do what I wanted. It'd be fucking brilliant. It'd be like slaves and stuff. I don't think that sounds like a better system than we've got me to do. I mean, I, you know, I have some sympathy with the Republican cause, but I'm not sure that putting half of an insane man in charge who has just admitted that he will murder a baby and make everyone his slaves, I don't think that is preferable to, to the, uh, the system we have now, as flawed as it may be. Uh, are you excited, me too, about the prospect of the appearing for the first time at the Edinburgh Fringe. I'm not excited, which I'm disgusted that I haven't been forced to do this. I don't, I like to take August off. I've enjoyed that over the last couple of years, away from the snooker board, just enjoying my own interests. Um, and uh, I don't think, I don't think snooker should be seen. I think it should only be heard. I've been very against even the video podcast we've done, but to have an audience is going to affect it. I'm disgusted that that's going to happen. But I apparently am contractually obliged to to take part. You know, like in Edinburgh, me too, there are loads of girls and stuff and drugs and drinks. You can just go, you could, yeah, you know, you could go crazy up there. You could have the time of your life. Well, that's, that does sound good. You think there might be like groupies and stuff? I think there will be snooker groupies, snooker loopy groupies. I think there will be just queuing by the, as we go out, win or lose me too. I think either way, those groupies will be trying to get hold of your queue, if you know what I mean. Do you mean my penis? I do mean your penis in that case. Uh, also, some of them will try and want to get hold of your cue. It's obviously, they do like snooker as well as having sex with snooker players. Um, so, you know, it might, that might be a fun little aspect. Well, Richard, this is me one speaking now. Obviously, I didn't need to say that. You can tell from my voice.
but I will not be happy with that. I will be, my wife will be with me in Edinburgh and I love her very dearly and I don't want me to reckon anything up there. We're only like 16 months into our, our marriage and I think it is too early for an obvious infidelity. You know, if, it's some, if there's something we, me too. No, there should never be an infidelity in a marriage. That is wrong. And I hope that you will control me too because I will be, for me, it's about the snooker. I'll be on the snooker board trying to win the Edinburgh Trophy, whatever that will be called. Um, well, look, we've talked for eight minutes, 42 seconds, and that is a lot of talking. So why don't we just get on with this frame? If you want to buy tickets for uh, the Me One versus Me Two live frame, I think there are still some left. I can't believe it didn't sell out just the minute the news was announced. Um, it's odd. Uh, it is nine o'clock, August 12th, Assembly 3. So go to the Edfringe. No, 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 you can get it from edfringe.com. You can go to the Assembly Rooms website. Just Google it or look at my website and you'll... You will see details of that. It'd be lovely to see you come cheer, you know, wear the T-shirt, have T-shirts made, banners and stuff. It'll be, a it'll be a carnival celebration and all the profit from that, which won't be very much money, will go to Scope. So we will ask, it's £10 a ticket, which is very reasonable, I think, uh, but also that money will go to Scope. Then we do have to buy a snooker board because we can't take my snooker board up there. So they might, we might even give that away, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, let the festivities commence in honour of Prince, whoever his name is, apart from me too, who is playing, uh, hoping to the, for me, the baby, to be guillotined. He's, if he wins, that's what's happened. So what? I guess in a way we're playing for that. We're playing for um, whether we should be a republic or a monarchy is what we're playing for today. And the snooker will decide. It is me, one, who gets the honour of breaking. I will hand over... Right now, I hope the peaking levels are a bit better today. I've turned it down. hope it isn't too quiet. I'm also worried the battery might run out on the pack because I'm, I'm being blasé. I haven't changed the battery. I'm trying to save a little bit of money by using the same battery twice. And they're quite old batteries that were just in this case. Uh, they've been in there about 10 years. So there's every chance you might not find out what happens at the end of this frame, but I will uh, let you know if, the, if anything goes wrong. But it seems to be working at the moment. So over to commentator one. Well, Richard, here we are at the Shepherd's Bush. Prince, whoever he is called, Arena, uh, very proud to be here uh, with the royal baby just being born. Um, I, for one, was delighted. I've seen a picture of him. Looks like a baby. Uh, Miwan, he's at the table. He's at the board, and it's a nice break. The, he's scattered the red pack, the pack of reds. The pink's come down the table. The black is now near the top left-hand pocket. He's hit the brown off the... And the blue has hit the brown off the spot. The brown, blue is now on the brown spot, more or less. The brown down by the bulk cushion and the cue ball. Also way down the table, I don't think Me Too really has any opportunity to pot here, but also it'd be quite hard to do a safety shot. He might just opt for his smash it and see style. Wow, and he, I mean, I think he did intend that. Uh, he did an amazing plant there uh, using three balls and one of them has gone bang straight into the top left-hand pocket. The black's right there as well. This should be an easy pot and this could be a maximum break. And he's beautifully put himself on another red. He's got the black. That is, this is what a fantastic start. Uh, Lino has just entered the uh, arena as well, which will add, make it interesting. Lino, who sometimes pisses in here, uh, also might jump up on the table. She's in here, having a look around under the table. There's a scratching post in here. You might hear a scratching. So me too, slightly distracted by the cap, but he's got a very straight red here. Oh, it jingled and jangled around in the pocket like a royal baby trying to come out uh, the vagina of a queen of a future queen and then deciding to stay. And that was a shame. That was 
although he isn't anywhere near the, any of the colours, so the maximum break that you're all hoping for has not happened. Me one, I think a let off there. He could have, that could have been his last visit to the table. Me one is going to try and slice a difficult red back into the centre pocket, I think. And oh, he's actually cut it too far. That's unbelievable. Uh, I didn't think he would get anywhere near that. Me two back at the table. Snino currently uh, tearing up her rug that's recently been bought. Even though there's a scratching post there. Scratch the scratching post. Um, me two now at the table. Me one missing that red, of course. So I'm pretty sure that this is the right. And me two has part another red with with a plum. I mean, it's looking good for me too. He's uh, he's way ahead. No score from me one yet. There's a long green here. The green on its spot. The cue ball up near the top right hand pocket. Oh, he's hit that too straight. Or has he? No, he has. Oh, and what a shame. He's right on. A loose red. I think Me One might get his first point. It's nine nil as it stands, but Me One has the simplest red into the bottom right-hand pocket, which he takes. He's not the brown onwards. He's gone up the table. The pink. He's quite well on the pink, although the cue ball, unfortunately, a bit tight to the uh, right-hand cushion. Oh no, he's hit that again. Me One, not really. He's not. Not really playing well that he missed that by some distance, I have to say, and it wasn't that difficult a shot. So me two, nine one ahead. He needs this frame. If he can win this frame, we're back to getting close to them being nearly equal. Uh, me two. Oh dear, he uh, attempted a very difficult long shot there. Uh, the cue ball jumped up and bounced into the centre pocket. He's in off old me two. He's back to his in off ways. Uh, me one. Gets four valuable points. It's now, I think it's it's anyone's game. And me one placing the cue ball between the blue and the yellow, which are down in the D. Uh, I can't see. I think he's trying to, uh, he seems to be eyeing up an, an impossible plant. And yes, it's, it was impossible. I don't know what he was thinking. That has not got anywhere near going in. Me two, certainly starting ahead of the game today out of these two players. Oh! Uh, yeah, that was a nice shot there on the red, but jingled and jangled in the same pocket. Uh, did not go in. Me one. Oh dear. Me one uh, potted a red, but has also get gone in off. Um, so that at least uh, makes up for, evens up the uh, errors. Me two. Well, he's actually, for once in his life, he's taking a bit of pause. Again, he is placing that cue ball right between that blue and that yellow on the D. Oh, well, I wish I could have seen that. That was quite amazing. Me one coming to the table. Nothing went in, though. Me one again trying another plant. This time it's been successful. He's come down. He's knocked the blue a little bit off its spot. And I think he might go for that blue, trying to get it into the centre pocket. Me one. Can he get back into this? Uh, well, seemingly can. He's now got a two-ball break. The second highest break of the frame already, and it's still in progress, so uh, anything could happen. The referee one placing the blue ball inexpertly on the centre spot there. I'm not even sure it's quite there. Me one on so six so far. Can he get this long red? He can. That was beautifully done. So uh, he has got uh, a break of seven. Three-ball break. Uh, still only the second highest break, but there's a brown here. If he could screw this brown back into the centre pocket. Oh, no, again, overcompensates. But me one, a very important seven points there. Uh, it makes it 13-12 to me two. 
who I think was thinking you were safe here, and now is having to think again. Me too at the table. He's going to go for a red. I think the yellow's in the way. I was wrong. Uh, I, why did I question Me Too's snooker judgment there? Beautifully found the way through to pop that uh, that red, and he's right on the pink, so this could put him on the other red, not too far from the pocket. Oh, this is textbook playing snooker. That has gone down, that pink. So we've had three very high breaks in the high non high units. Uh, this could equal the highest break if he gets this fairly easy red. He's done it. Is he on the black? I don't think so. I think he's just too close to this black to realistically pot it. I mean, oh, well, controversial. He's potted that black, but was that a push ball? Referee one, old and dodgy. Is he going to allow it? It's a controversial moment because this is a... Makes an incredible break of uh, 15 so far. And me, referee one seems to have let it go. Me too has snookered himself. Oh, but an amazing shot. He had to come off the left-hand cushion to hit a ball sort of nearish to the black spot. There was lots of... There were lots of balls around there. And he not only hit it, he's potted it. It's a five-ball break. It's a controversial five-ball break. He's up to 16, and the black, I mean, it's gettable. It's a long black into the bottom right-hand pocket. And he, uh, that jingled and jangled around in the pocket, like Prince William jingling and jangling around with his testicles and penis, uh, not able to use them because of his wife's torn-up genitalia. He'll have to wait a little while before he is having sex again, and thus will be masturbating. That was the metaphor and simile I was alluding to, the imagery I was alluding to there. So let me just check. Uh, that was uh, red. I mean, the referee is trying to top this up. You think he would have kept a running total, but he was supposed to be sure it was seven, and then another eight, 15, then another one, 16, a break of 16, a controversial break of 16 for me too. I think there will be uh, some discussion. If only this was filmed. Uh, but that could make an enormous difference. Uh, me, one, has a kind of impossible red, but I think he might go for the snooker here. He needs it. Oh, he's got nowhere near. He's just pretty much left me to an easy red to the top right-hand pocket. Me, two, has come right back for the black, which is on the bulk cushion. Uh, he's pretty well placed here. And for the yellow, I mean, he's... And he's got that black. I mean, he's playing very well, even without that uh, slight bit of controversy. He does seem to have a fire in his belly today. He hasn't quite come far enough for the red, yellow, I don't think. Break of eight so far. Can he somehow get this into the bottom left-hand pocket? No, he can't. Uh, he cut it much too fine and just went in off. So although he gets a valuable eight points, taking him to 37, he does give four to Miwon, who is a long way behind, but there's still a lot to play for. Miwon on uh, 17, 16. <coughs> Me two on 37. Lino just lying down on the carpet now. Not really interested in the snooker. Me uh, one has potted the yellow. He's on his way back, but he's seriously did not look up the table and see. Excuse me, just burped. Uh, where the green was, it's right behind the pink. Oh, he's nicely got out of it, but he's gone in off. Uh, that's what me two does, not me one never does that. So, uh, Although he did score those two valuable points uh, by getting the yellow, he has actually catapulted me too further into the lead. It's 41 plays 18. I, I can't really see me one coming back from this. It was a very close frame last time. This one doesn't seem like it will be. The green 
Slightly tricky shot, but oh! I've never seen a shot jingle and jangle around the pocket more than any. That one was in the pocket. It was like it was lifted out by some kind of force, anti-gravity force and placed back out on the table. But it's not terrible news for me to... Oh, it's not quite a snooker. It was nearly a snooker, but... Can, can, sorry, the microphone just rattled against the cue there. Me one has managed to hit that green. He's come back up the table. Has he got a snooker? No, he hasn't. Me too. Just, even he's just cracking it and he can do. And that was very lucky. That was, uh, he was going for the bottom right-hand pocket. It just hit the bulk cushion, uh, hit the left right-hand cushion and went into the centre left pocket, which I think may, me too may have got this now. This is pretty easy brown. He could clear all these colours. He's got the brown, he's on the blue. So break of seven. I mean, this is, is, the pink is the only difficult ball here. If he can just come off this blue and hit the pink afterwards. Oh, I mean, he was too concentrated on hitting the pink. Um, and he hit the pink, didn't really do any good with it, but missed the blue. So he, get, he still gets seven points. It's 48 plays 18. There's 30 points between these two. <clears throat> and for a very rare situation, me one does require snookers. Uh, so, uh, commentator two, how do you, how you, well, how do you feel about the royal birth? I couldn't care less about the royal birth. I care so little about it. And I'm not one of these people who says I couldn't care less about it and then goes on and on about it. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. Even this, I'm annoyed that you've made me talk about it. And what, who do you think will win this game of snooker commentator two? I think me too is going to win, but there was, a, you know, there's a cheat. Referee one should know that it was a cheat because he was, you are all the same person. And I think you know that that was a pushed ball. It was very close, I think. It was just, you know, it was a, a very, it went too fast. It went, you know, if he'd just kind of nudged it, it would have gone that fast in the pocket. It was like he just, you might as well just thrown, pushed the black ball into the pocket. Well, there's a controversy that will, I'm sure we'll carry on now in all the excitement I've forgotten. <coughs> the referee uh, one seems to have forgotten whose go it was. Um, I think it's me one. Yes, it's me one because he needs snookers. Well done, referee one there, using his logical brain to work it out. He needs snookers though and there's only three balls. Uh, he's come up the table and um, oh, he not, came very close to accidentally potting that. Uh, I think me one has given up me the blue ball right against the top right hand pocket. It's a long shot. That's the only thing he's got. But me too, pots it easily. I think this game is now over. <coughs> I think me one will be glad to see the back of it. Me too, going to try and think double this pink into the centre pocket. Doesn't quite manage it. Almost gets a kiss that sends it back in. But me too, streaking ahead. I mean, me one almost playing for pride now. Can he get a snooker behind the black? I mean, of course, at this level of snooker, there's always the chance that um, just someone might fuck up by mistake. And uh, so you, you, it's never over until it's over, but it's not looking very good. Uh, the referee just rearranging some of the balls. Uh, Me Too has a fairly straight pink into the top. Uh, Ryan's off were a lot. Oh, and he misses that quite badly. That, was, uh, that should have been game over. He's, this, he's left me one a sitter, but me one does not want to pot it. And doesn't pot it, so this could take some time as the game of chess uh, reaches its new one. Me too. Oh, we missed that pink, but he got it on the rebound. Very lucky. That was could have been six of the points that me one needed. Me one. The black's quite high up the table. Oh, not too bad an attempt to get a snooker, but I think he is. I don't think it's quite gettable for me too. He will go for it. Oh, he's missed it. That was that brilliant play from me one actually. 
thinking, well, if I leave something that's almost gettable but not really gettable, me too will try and hit that fine and I will get six points and it's worth the six points for me one. He's on the way back. Oh! But in an attempt to get a snooker, uh, me one immediately goes in off. He never goes in off and yet that's, he's done it that time, uh, giving me two. Another six points. I mean, he's heading for one of the highest totals ever, I would say. He's done some good work here, me too. Oh, but a long pink there. Of course, one player trying to pot this ball, the other one trying not to. Me one almost gives in off again. Uh, surely he could just give in in a lot of professional snooker games. The contestant would give up being this far behind, but uh, me one now at the table. Oh, and I don't think he meant to do that. Me one has accidentally potted the pink. And that's the kind of thing that can also happen at this level snooker. He might as well go for the black as well. At least make the deficit a bit less. He's got the black. He scores 13 points at the end there. Much too late. But it at least takes him up to uh, 27 points. Playing 59 points. So it's a massive victory for, for me too. That may, you know, Go and check the website of Wikipedia. Then you might... Uh, you might find out if that is the greatest ever, either total or difference between the two players. It's certainly a must be. There's been a 67 there, 67-22, so uh, I'm wrong. It's nothing. It's not any of those things. Uh, but quite a contro con controversial frame. I'll hand back over to Richard Herring. I'm looking forward to seeing, by the way, all of my fans. Uh, it's commentator one, all of my fans up at the fringe. Um, commentator two, will you be at the fringe? Oh God, I suppose I will. I wish I, I wish I could escape. If I could cut myself off and escape from the rest of you, I would, but I am sucked into you and it's like in it's like in, in uh, uh, what's that film that I like with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Total recall. Funny. Uh, I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> uh, it's like the film let's uh, cut that out, Terry, because I'll look stupid otherwise. Um, it's like the film Total Recall. Well, I'm like the little body inside that man. We're kind of bound to be here. Well, thank you, commentator, too, uh, for the unexpected comedy you've brought there. There's uh, Smithers upstairs meowing. He doesn't know where everyone is. We're downstairs playing snooker, Smithers. Oh, he's deaf. He can't hear. So back over to Richard Herring uh, for the post-match wind-up. Well, not quite a quick frame, actually. There was not that much snooker, a lot of talking today. Uh, well, me, uh, too. You've pulled it back. There's just four-frame disparity now. That is... You would think of one, uh, yeah, two frames in a row. So, I mean, that's statistically, that is almost impossible with two players. <clears throat> We've all got a bit of a sore throat. I should have had a, a drink before we started this. Uh, how are you feeling, me too? I'm glad to be back in the game, Richard. I'm glad that I, again, of uh, the forces of right of one, I have uh, shown that re republics are the correct thing to have. Um, any worries about the controversy over the push shot? Well, Richard, at this level of snooker, I think, you know, both players would have been allowed that. Um, it's just, we're not, um, you know, it's difficult without a sort of Hawkeye system, it's difficult to know what's happened. I mean, you know, surely you as the player knew whether it was a push stroke or not, you know, and you would have been able to feel that. Well, unless the, if it's like the Ashes, unless the referee or the umpire in the case of the cricket uh, spots it, then is it you know is it more honourable to admit? I'm not saying it was a push. Right? I say I'm saying it wasn't. But if it had been, um, if the referee misses it, are you duty bound to say? I say not. I say the game is more important. 
Yeah, it's slightly different than the, the cricket in that the umpire is not the same person as the person who's done the batting in cricket. So, well, you, you might say that, Richard. Anyway, I'm delighted that I believe this means the tiny baby will be guillotined. I'm hoping that is the case. Uh, and um, it also, more importantly, means I am now only four frames adrift as we head into the, the Edinburgh Festival break. Um, I don't think we'll be playing a game for until at least uh, late September. Uh, so I will go into the rest period with that one exhibition match that I'm contractually obliged to play. Uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. I was I was dominant in that. And even if you take away that break, I, it's not like he was anywhere near um, getting close to uh, beating me. So uh, you know, there's like 22 points between us. That's the last four balls that we could have put the last four balls up again and he still wouldn't have beaten me, even if he potted them all. That is the level of victory we're talking about. Well, thank you, me too. Me one, anything to say? Well, Richard, uh, I don't think this means a baby should be guillotined. I think even if legally there is some point where this has to be what the result of this frame means that whatever what the result is, that thing has to happen. I think the law lords hopefully will intervene and stop the needless murder of a, an innocent child. It's not... Whatever you think about monarchy and republic, it's not the child's fault about whose urethra, urethra, it's not come out of someone's urethra, well, whatever, out of that thing he's slithered out of. He hasn't, he hasn't come out of the urinary tract, come out of whatever, Richard. Whatever, it's not his choice. He has a lot to cope with. It's the hardest job in the world being the potential king. And I don't envy him one bit for all his money and gold and all the girls who have sex with and stuff. And... Uh, you know, and he won't have a normal life if he plays himself at snooker in a basement. People think it will get too much press attention. People think he's gone insane. But you know, I to miss out on that kind of freedom to be able to play yourself at snooker in a basement. I think is that worth the jewels and the baubles and all the girls and stuff I mentioned, or boys if he turns out to be gay, which is would be fine. I'm not homophobic, despite what some people have said about me. Anyway, I'm sorry I lost, I'm disappointed I lost, but I'm saving up the big guns for the trophy match uh, in Edinburgh. Uh, if my fans are coming to that, I will not let you down. I promise I will win. Do come along and support me. We mustn't let me to be victorious in, on that occasion. Um, disappointed to have lost two in a row, but I, <laughs> look, I'm still four frames ahead. I can afford to lose a couple. I, was, I wasn't in good form. I don't care whether that's a push stroke or not. It doesn't make any difference. I, you know, I wouldn't have won. So, you know, good luck to Me Too with his cheating, that's what I say. Well, thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed Me One versus Me Too Snooker. Uh, we are going on our summer break now, but we will be back with a one-off frame. At Assembly 3, uh, 9.30 on the 12th of August, will be subsequently put up online, providing we can record it in some way. Uh, and uh, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. We leave Me One versus Me Too Snooker at this... Delicate freight, 1915. If it's a, if it was a table tennis match, it's still not over. You have to get two points ahead. There's still two points to go. Even if it's the first to 20, me too can still do that. Of course, it isn't the first to 20. It is the first to win after everyone has stopped listening to this, which is still some way away. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>